really can't believe that after all these years, there is once again the question of corruption and the International Olympic Committee. Because you would think that after all the scandals and all the questions, that maybe they would have gotten their act together. Doesn't sound like it, though, because this week comes word that French police have raided the headquarters of the Paris 2024 Olympic Organizing Committee as part of not just one, but two separate corruption investigations involving contracts with the Games. I mean, think about that for a second, right? Go all the way back to the Salt Lake City Olympics of 2002. Remember that high-profile bribery scandal back then and all things were supposed to change. Why is it so hard to get the scandal out of the Olympics? Well, Dr. Mac Ross is with us now, an assistant professor at Western University's School of Kinesiology, teaches sports and ethics, and joins us for more on this. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Are you surprised to hear this news? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, the, the way the Olympics is set up, it's so big, it, it requires so much space, it requires so much money, so much investment. That's really what the Olympics are about. It's not so much about, um, you know, it's about creating a platform for um, these large transnational organizations to, to sell their products and sell their brand more so than it is about the athletes themselves. So they get into these situations where there's really not much option um, but to do something that's illegal uh, in order to make it all come through. And we're seeing that every single year now. Um, the, the, the charges aren't proven right now uh, in, in France, so we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, I guess. Um, but there is definitely a pattern of behavior here. Um, and I think we're to the point now where, where the public needs to recognize that there's really only two options. Either the IOC is willfully blind, so they know what's going on, which I think is the case, or they're just a bunch of well-intentioned imbeciles, which doesn't seem well, to be That's not good either. That's not good either. No, neither is good, but I don't think, I don't think the latter can be true, right? Um, they, they've had... Uh, a carryover of staff and of administration from games to games to games. They know this is going to happen, and they don't do anything about it. Um, and I think that's why you, you don't see them really making a big deal about it right now. It, it, it's just par for the course. Is it just too much money? Like, so much money is involved here, then, that it's just irresistible to people thinking, oh, I'll just, I'll just take my cut to make this happen? Yeah, so in the cities, in order to make this happen, you have what scholars call a state of exception. So cities are willing to accept things uh, happening that they normally would never allow, um, whether that's massive gentrification uh, of areas that push out um, some of the most vulnerable populations, whether that's uh, knocking down affordable housing, whether that's environmental impacts. There, There's this state of euphoria almost where they they feel obliged um, to make sure that this gets to the finish line because they've already committed themselves. And I, I don't think we can overlook the fact that some actors are going to use it intentionally for wrongdoing. They see the state of exception as an opportunity, and they can, they can get in there and try to make the most of it while the circus is in town. And, and then when it leaves, um, hope that nobody noticed. And in this case, obviously, people are noticing. They've noticed multiple times. Uh, and it doesn't seem like they're going to get away with it. 
Okay, so what is the attraction then for countries and for cities to bid on this? Like, we know this is going to happen. Why do we do this? Why do we line up for this? Uh, it's increasingly not happening. Um, so in the, the bidding around this Paris 2024 Games, they actually gave out two Olympics at the same time, which is very unusual. So they gave L.A. the 2028 Olympics uh, because they can't get can't get countries to line up and ask for it like they used to. Um, I don't know how they're going to change that. Uh, the population of the world is, is onto the onto the to what's going on, uh, and they're seeing the ramifications even here in Canada. So in Vancouver, with um, you know what people call the Olympic Kidnapping Act and uh, rounding up some of the most vulnerable people in the downtown core and just moving them without their permission, without their consent. Uh, that's a, a massive violation of human rights. But because of that state of exception that, that the city was primed with, they're willing to to not really either recognize it or or just kind of move forward without dealing with it. Um, and there was other things. In Montreal, the same thing kind of happened where affordable housing was taken away and people were put up in hotels that they were, they were creating signs called the Olympic Victims Hotel. Um, so this goes way back. Like, we know this in Canada. The world knows this. Um, this is part of the reason why Canadian bids haven't been working lately uh, or, you know, the intention to bid at the local level is getting cut off by the people often. Right. So this is just something that we should accept. It is why people are turning off the Olympics, though, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, certainly people still watch. A lot of people watch the last Olympics, but they don't want it to come to their town. Um down in down in Colorado, for example, they they held a vote and they've actually passed legislation where any time the Olympics is proposed, the population gets to vote on whether it comes. And of course, it got defeated because the negative ramifications of an event like that coming to your town far away the the momentary influx of people and money. Uh, and there really is no evidence that it's going to increase tourism or anything like that over the long term. There really isn't. So why do we do it? Uh, Dr. Ross, thank you so much for your time. Thank you.